Sup, bitches, and welcome to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches Podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome. What's up? Not much. I just live in the dream, I guess. Lots of programs on the go. I've been, been busy, but definitely learning. I need to learn to slow down. So I'm taking next week off, kind of. Good. I'm not doing any readings next week. I'm only going to do my program content, but there's a lot next week. So I will still be working very hard, but there's like three or four Zoom calls I'll be doing. So I'm like, yeah, let's just dedicate all my time to this next week because I can't do it all. Who knew? What do you know? That's so crazy. Yeah. Life is, life is nuts right now. It's not nuts just fucking nuts. And I feel like I'm learning that I cannot properly blend my masculine and feminine energies. Like I'm either like hardcore, like ambitious and like go-getter and like just almost like burning everything up in my path, my path in a bad way. Or I am like completely just like going with the flow and like, like totally just like moving through life in a fluid way but like nothing gets done I can't like marry the two where we could just have a nice balance on a regular basis so that's my current obstacle how are you doing shoot me now no it's good I mean I'm busy I'm fucking busy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um on so many different levels like it's not just the oh you know, I have a few clients. It's like, no, when it rains, like, and I'm grateful for all of it. Let's just say that, but it's like personal shit and then clients and then, um, online versus clinic stuff and then coaching and then stuff and teaching. I've been doing lots of teaching, um, with the Reiki classes. And now I'm going to be adding a couple more of those on top. Cause you know, I'm not busy enough. So you're crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. So there's just a lot going on, but it's all good. I can manage it, but I understand what you're saying about the merging of the masculine and feminine. It's not a skill I possess at present time. I will give you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to be in the masculine right now. Um, Cause I have to get, keep my shit organized. Right. right. And it's like, gotta stay on schedule and I have to, but I'm just, I'm, Oh my God, I'm bucking it so hard. And I'm just like, but I don't want to, I just want to be, you know, and I'm, I'm my own worst enemy right now. Yeah. I feel you on that. I'm, I'm my own worst enemy, but like, not for good reason. Like I literally created this mess for like, no, like no reason. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I hear you. Well, and you know what? That fucking snow ruined it for me. (laughs) Like it put me in such a bad mood I think that I'm struggling right now because I again was a super procrastinator and I don't have winter tires on my car and it's slick out there like Mm -hmm. it can't my car like literally can't move down a regular street that has no snow on it let alone the shitty roads we have (laughs) so I have not left the house and went outside and did my like little walk and my communing with nature and I'm just putting this puzzle piece together as to why I am full of so much angst and I'm like oh you turns out you need to do that so I really got to get my tires put on like yeah yeah but what a pain in the ass being human sometimes is just not fun anymore no no I have really good all weather tires not all season all weather tires Mm -hmm. because I was like I don't want to have to remember to do that every fucking year I know good for you and it was easy before like I had the tires in my my shed and I would just go and load them up in my car and I'd get someone else to do it but now they're actually at my partner's shop so I have to somehow make it there which is not a paved street get my tires off of the like I don't know the what's that thing called a loft yeah which I obviously also can't do and then take them somewhere and I'm like that is three steps too many like one would have been okay, but three steps. I'm like, Oh my God. Mm. So I'm thinking about just driving down there and changing them myself, which would stay, save me at least one step. It'd be harder work. But... Yeah. But it would at least, you know, yeah. So only be one transport. They can stay tuned for if Kayla ever gets her fucking winter tires on. <laughs> <laughs> or is Kayla being a hermit for the rest of the winter? 
I need to do it. A grumpy, angsty teenager for the rest of the winter. Fucking for real. Anyway, and I digress. I don't have that many problems. I'm just, I'm just angsty because I haven't went outside in like three days. Mm. It's so nice out though. Like the the temperature is so nice, but the snow and the driving conditions, I just, I just can't. I hate it. I hate every moment of it. I'll need to just go outside, like just even in my backyard and just like go hang out for a bit. Well, shovel snow. I was actually outside. I shoveled a bit of my deck this morning at like 7 a.m. And it was nice. Okay. And I didn't, I wasn't even wearing a jacket. I was just, you know. Wow. Really? I gotta, I gotta get out there. As soon as I'm done recording this, I'm fucking going outside. Um, I'm such a princess though. Like every once in a while, I'm just like, fuck, I am a princess. Like I'm just listening to myself and I'm like, wow, you can't like, I just, I, uh, but here, see, we're still on that, like temperature wise, at least decent part of winter. Yeah. Cause I hate, I hate it. I get so angry about having to get bundled up to go outside. Mm. I don't like feeling like I'm wearing a big, do you know what I mean? Like, this is how I feel yeah. in winter where you're walking yeah. around like a sumo wrestler. Cause there's like 15 million layers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't and like I, that either. Oh, like most of the time I run out to my car and like my jacket's unzipped and you know, I'm not like I'm wearing runners and no proper. Cause I just get so mad about having to like, I know it's so constricting. I don't like it. I don't mind the winter outfits. Cause I have those, like those old wool parkas. And I actually like, think they're cute, but having to like carry something or get your purse on or like any extra added thing. It's like, yeah, you just are like, I can't grab this. I can't carry it. Oh, winter. Do you know what I've hated yeah. my whole life? even though they're a necessity. I don't own any right now, but ski pants. I hate ski pants. I hate them. They're so like, I hate them. I just, I, there's just, I feel trapped. Hmm. Even if they're comfortable, I feel trapped. Like, and they make that sound when you walk and it's just like nails on a chalkboard for me. I hate them. I also bought new ski pants this year. I'm going snowboarding y'all. Can I hit it up? Oh my God. And I'm like, just to be outside in winter is there's no good about it. No, thanks. Mm. No, thanks. I do like snowboarding, but it's really hard here. Cause it's like, there's only so many days that aren't like minus 40. It's true. Yeah. Maybe if it was nicer, I guess I might want to do winter sports more, but I just, my winter sport is like sitting inside in a nice lodge with a fire going and drinking like hot mm. chocolate. that's like one of the best parts of snowboarding like the lodges not that I'll be permitted to enter any of those places but you know Mm -hmm. it is the best part yeah or you just make your own fake fireplace (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's good but I yeah I just don't like it I just don't like winter I never have I have a theory though Mm, ready And I've just only recently been putting this together. It seems like people who are born during the winter months really don't mind winter. Like they actually quite like it. Mm. And people who are born like in like late spring and summer can't fucking stand it. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. Maybe it could be. I was born in spring and spring is my least favorite season. So I can't speak to that personally, but. Spring and winter are the worst seasons ever. Spring is just like ugly here when the snow melts and the snow mold. It's dirty. It's dirty. And my allergies go crazy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't like spring either. I'll give you that. But I would, I would prefer it over winter though. At least it's warmer. Mm. I don't hate winter that much. I don't like it when it's cold, but I like the snow. Mm. I'm such a whiny bitch. I'm like, fuck you, winter. Fuck you. I know we're just a couple of princesses over here. I'm not getting my tires changed. I'm not doing this. And then fuck winter. Like, yeah. 
Oh, it's exhausting to complain this much though. I need to yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. So what are we actually talking about besides <laughs> this shitty winter? Um, well, I think we were gonna, we kind of, the theme that's been popping up with my readings and with what I've been doing lately is I feel that everybody is in this state of like truly blossoming into their most authentic self. Like I like the caterpillar to the butterfly. And we're like, I'm seeing this moment of people about to break free out of that, you know, chrysalis, but there's so much fear popping up right now. Like what if people judge my beautiful new wings or what if I don't have friends or what will people think of me from the past? Yeah. A lot of doubt. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so devastating that that's where the fear is like the fear is coming from. Um, like feeling like it's not okay to be a butterfly. Like who doesn't want to spread their wings and soar? Like what fucking kind of world do we live in where this is where our heads naturally go? Like, it's just honestly a shame. But you know, what sucks is like, you can't really help them to a certain degree, because just like a butterfly, like if you help a butterfly out of the cocoon, they'll never fly. Cause they're not, their wings aren't strong enough. Right. Right. So it's like, it's like, Oh God, like I, I, I want to help, but you have to mm-hmm. do it yourself, you know? Yeah. And you can kind of like give hints and be like, but what about this? And it's like, Oh man, just, just, this is the tough part. Just get through it. So yeah, worth yeah. it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And all I've been able to do with people is just help them like work on those fears. Like, what are you really so afraid of that your best friend is going to be jealous of you? Like, is that really like a good friend then? Like, is that someone you want to take with you to the top? Like, well, and I mean, they could do that over an outfit you're wearing. Yeah. Definitely. Or a new haircut. <laughs> it's going to be there regardless. I feel like, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I think it's kind of an avoidance thing that's happening right now. It's like people just don't want to draw that attention to themselves. Because when you were used to be a a fluffy, cute caterpillar, and now you're this fucking, like, beautiful, blossomed caterpillar, like, people will pay attention to you. Yeah. (laughs) And people will notice. And I think even for me, that's what's uncomfortable. Like, I don't particularly, and I think probably you can say the same, I don't particularly like attention. (laughs) Like, not really. No, at all actually yeah. yeah so it's like when you start wearing your big beautiful wings and you're like oh fuck everyone's looking at me please stop this is super uncomfortable yeah and you have to figure out in the work like it's like you're trying to figure out what to do with these brand new wings and everyone's got eyes on you yeah you know absolutely it's but like we your never first time flying yeah <laughs> yeah but we never think of they're looking oh wow look at her she's got it all together it's so beautiful you know we just assume mm-hmm. oh my god bitch doesn't even know how to fly you know like we think that's what's going on yes but it's probably not at all what the actual dialogue is no you know which is it's just like a shame that's all I can say it's a shame and like ask yourself that you guys like what am I really so afraid of because if you actually sit with that feeling you'll realize like no offense but how stupid your fears are because they often are very stupid Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I mean, they're, they're valid. You're allowed to oh, have yeah. those fear-based things, but like when you actually think about it, you're like, yeah, that's dumb. And then once, I don't know, for me, awareness is key. Like when I'm aware of one of my patterns or aware of something, it's like, then I can see it coming at me and I'm like, no, we're not doing that today. Yeah. But most of us just shift into that fear-based response and then we just eat it and go back into our chrysalis versus being like, well, what am I really afraid of here? Yeah. What's the worst that can, that's what I say to my clients all the time. I'm like, ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Like, really, what's the worst? Okay. Yes. Prepare for that. Don't expect it. Exactly. And usually and yeah. it's like the worst that can happen. They come up with something and it's like, okay, wait, that's not that bad. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay. It's not as bad as I, for whatever reason thought it would be. Yeah. And like, even when I think of my own fears, I think we've talked about this before, but like my own fears, when I actually think about them, I'm like, fuck, that's dumb. And one of my greatest fears when this is like, I I need to just get on it. And if you have any intuitive insight right now, I will pay you to answer me because it confuses me every day. (laughs) I 
I'm with, I like really, I'm actually pretty good at singing and playing guitar, mm-hmm. but like I fucking refuse to share that part of myself with people. And I also like, sometimes I just put a huge wall to it. Like I'll go get really into it and go hardcore. And then I'll just be like, we're not doing that anymore. And I know there's something wrong there. Like, I don't know why this thing that I'm super passionate about, I feel talented at, I can't make myself do it. And my greatest fear is that I will fucking die without being like, this is a part of me fully integrated. So every time I'm like, I just want to be the fullest version of myself. And I don't want to like look back at my life and be like, oh, you were too lazy to like do that. (laughs) So I'm just like, fuck. And then it's like, is that really a fear to have? Why don't you just sit down with the guitar? Like, it just sounds stupid, you know? But I got to figure out what that block is because- I feel like there's a fear of judgment there. Yeah, definitely. And like a fear of like vulnerability. Like that is a really fucking weak, vulnerable spot for me that you could really hurt me in. And I'm like, don't want anyone to know about it. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. That judgment that, oh my God, I don't want someone to say that that I suck. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. like it would hurt me. I would be like, I guess I'll never pick this fucking thing up again. And it's like, why do I care? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think I actually heard someone say something once it was on TV and they were like, everybody wants me to do this because I am really good at it. And it's actually, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> and oh, this yeah. guy was like, going to do this impression. And he's like, he started crying and he's like, I'm really good at it. And I'm terrified to fail at the one thing that I'm good at. Mm-hmm. one thing I perceive I'm good at and I was like oh there it is that's probably yeah. it but like how is it working for me just not doing it at all it feels like there's literally a piece of me missing and it's so dumb mm-hmm. now if I were doing a session with you you know what I would tell you your homework was what record yourself doing like a minute of a song and put it on Instagram oh my god I'm gonna cry thinking about that I can't do it yet I'm not ready well, that's just it though. If you don't do it, you'll never be ready. That's true. And one of my, one of my only things on my bucket list, like I created a bucket list, like when I started university in Colorado and it was like this lifelong bucket list. And I've hit almost everything off that bucket list, except that I really want to do an open mic or something one day in my life, but I am definitely too rusty right now to even go there. So I got to practice first. Cause it's like, I literally abandoned that like probably a year ago. (laughs) No, pick a date. Then you have a reason to practice. Yeah, I should pick a date. Fuck. And actually last night I was having like a breakdown and I was like, man, I really need to do my next session with Brandy. But like, am I ready? Am I fucking ready? And I was like, don't bother her right now. Wait till she gets moved and then do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll be all Zen and be like, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been slowly working away at that freaking soul timeline. And I'm just like, I just, I think my thing is, I don't want to be fucking blindsided with my problems. Like the first time I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting to go there. And I'm just like, I need to just be ready to be blindsided and be like, oh, fuck. I'm filled it, with problems. Don't think of it as a bad thing. Think of it as, ah, oh, that's what I was trying to figure out, but couldn't. <sighs> because I was doing really good at like, it's like when you do work, I think it happens in any kind of reading. But when you start doing work with someone, it's like you unlock these boxes that they didn't even know were there. So then it's like this big treasure chest of things opens up and it's like literally taken me this long to process through some of that. And now I'm like finding myself getting like stuck with new things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just really need some help on this. Or like, and then sometimes I'm like, do you, or are you trying to like, are you trying to deflect the work that you need to do? But I've I think I'm at the part where I'm like, Hey, I definitely need some help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you haven't done any, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you've completely disregarded everything. and like, no, I'm fine. Oh yeah. Like all I've done is like try to figure that out. And my spirit guides actually reamed me out yesterday and I'll share this message with all of you Uh because it's relevant probably for everyone. And I when I'm looking at people's past lives and even my own, I am only looking at your, your bad karma and what you have to, and like the idea for that is that that's what's stopping you from having your good karma right now. So it's not to be like, Oh, look at all these things you fucked up. It's like, you gotta push through because your pot of gold is like on the other side of that fear. 
it's not, a, it's not a real fear because look at you now, you might've been murdered in that life, but you're standing right in front of me now. So it's fine, but we need to like move past it because that's where your treasure is. Yeah. And my spirit guides were like, when was the fucking last time you looked at some of the lives in your Akashic record that actually went well? And I was like, literally never. And they're like, no, you never have. And then secondly, even in the lifetimes that you can clearly see you were on this trajectory of goodness, you literally will just bypass all of the things you accomplished and look at your one failure. And I'm like, mm, yep, you are correct. And I think we all have a tendency to do that. We're just like, oh, this is wrong with me. And this is, I screwed that up. And, you know, how could I possibly be worthy of being a butterfly because I'm trash from all these other experiences. And it's like, mm, but what about all the things good about you? Like, has anyone stopped to pay attention to those? Not me. Well, we're literally conditioned to not look at those things. Yeah. Right? Exactly. All the media, all the stuff that we're fed is comparison, 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 consume, consume, consume. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. Because that not being enough is what drives consumerism. Like exactly. In our current media. So it's like, of course we think that way. It's, and it's gotten a hundred times where as someone who grew up without social media and that didn't come in until like I was in my twenties, you know, so like, and probably mid twenties at that, you know, it's been a, to watch the decline in mental health from when that came in to now, like there was always like body issues and there was always like, oh, what is so-and-so going to think? But to the degree right now that it is, it's no wonder everyone's having anxiety. No wonder everyone's having these issues, you know, and we're taught to prepare. So I can see where this fear of stepping into who you truly are is because a you're, you're, you're different, right? You're not, you're not part of the pack anymore. right? You're stepping out of that, right? So there's a fear there and it's just, but then what? It's the fear of, but then what? You know, everything's unprecedented. We know what's fed to us up until now Mm -hmm. and that's been our status quo. So we know what to expect, but when you don't know what to expect, uh uh-oh, right? So true. And I was just saying this morning, um, and some people are probably listening and going to hear it twice today, but um, I was just saying, though, like when, and to just kind of deflect that, like when in your experience, have you seen somebody turn it into that and have it crash and burn when they are operating from that authentic perspective, though? It's probably never happen that you can fully see in your life because it just doesn't happen it defies the laws of the universe for you to be the butterfly you were born to be and have you like be destroyed Mm -hmm. you will always be very involved in your destruction but you know the ones that the ones that come through but you know they do like that half stepping into it and then they get scared and then they backtrack that's where the universe fails them that's where everything goes fucking sideways or i think when they flip into major ego and they're like i'm Mm -hmm. the most beautiful fucking butterfly that ever lived and you suck and you suck and you suck yeah i think then the the universe comes and gives you a reality check and is like yeah now look at you you know yeah but that authentic real soul-led perspective i think it doesn't lead you astray no exactly but that takes a, such an amount of awareness and alignment and more so than anything, it takes a whole fuck ton of trust. Oh God, does it ever. And do you notice like the longer that you are trying to be the butterfly that you currently are, that like when you do take a step back, it like hits you harder than normal. Like the universe is like, don't you fucking dare go back into that chrysalis. Look how far you've come. And it'll just like punch you right in the face. I haven't, I haven't done it. So I don't know. Oh, I will fuck good for you. I am, I guess I'm usually propelling forward, but not like a few months ago when I was being that poor me and I was just in my house, like really sad all the time and like overwhelmed with the collective. 
<laughs> I really ate a lot of shit after that for like retreating in and not continuing to move forward. Like, a, like a, quite a few shitty things happened to me. And I was like, oh, here's my karma. And it was like, I feel a slap in the face that was super obvious to be like, don't you fucking do this again. Like you keep going. This is bullshit. You keep going. And I was like, man, I don't want to. And now that I'm moving, I'm happy. But I was not doing, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong though. I was just like, I'm taking a break, but maybe that break went a little too far. (laughs) Mm, Comfort kicked in, right? Yeah. Like, "Mm, I don't have to, I'm good here. And I could just feel my ego resistance being like, I need to launch something new and do something different to shake up my energy. But then it's like, nah, you don't have to launch a program. You don't have to do group stuff. Go back to just crying in your office. Like you can do it. And it's like, no, shut the fuck up. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't say it hasn't, it it hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Yet. I feel if you take a break, like it's not about constantly working because that also gets me chewed out. But like when I take a break for the wrong reasons, when I'm like giving up versus doing Mm. self-care, then we get ourselves into some trouble. Right. But for me with my energy, that's my dysfunction. That's where I go dysfunctional when I withdraw from people and stop um, basically like sharing my gifts and and it's kind of the same for everybody but withdrawal is a very specific thing for me and for you would be like probably not speaking or not telling the truth or just being very silent and off grid and not working with your people and just not engaging at all yeah completely yeah yeah I hermit up I I just disconnect I check out I'm like figuring out your own damn self that's that's what I do yeah (laughs) I went, mine was from the like, why, why bother? Poor me perspective. Not like a sassy, not like a sassy one, but it's like, fuck, you're not going to listen to me anyway. Fuck all (laughs) (laughs) y'all. That's been a trend throughout my lifetimes, you know, and it has been a trend. That's, and even this lifetime. And that's just, I got to get over it. You know, I'll get over it one day. I'm getting better. I think I feel like we got majorly sidetracked there, but it all ties in. Oh yeah. My eye is so itchy right now. I apologize. Like I'm doing some weird things on the zoom. You guys won't be able to see it, but my God, my eyes just like dying. I must've got something in it. Oh, well. Oh, damn. I think we're better. I think we're good. good. I think we're good. Nice. Were you just holding a Palo Santo not too long ago, by the way? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Want to have a little ASMR? My little Palo Santo candle. Oh. You hear the crackle? Yeah. It's one of those wood wicks. Oh, so nice. Yeah. I found it when I was going through stuff. And I was like, "Mm." nice. Yeah. I love the smell of Palo Santo. It's amazing. Yeah, me too. My ha- like, but I don't really know how to burn it correctly. Like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. But it's just I, I know I'm the same way. I'm I've, I'm better with Palo Santo than sage sticks, though. Oh, interesting. Those suckers never stay lit for me. Ever. Mine are all right. My my Palo Santo is a whole different story, though. But <laughs> yes, yes. So what else, what else about, what else is coming up in your sessions lately? Cause it's like definitely the theme of evolution is huge. Like I feel 2022 um, is going to be a wild awakening for so many people. It sure seems like that. And like, not just, I feel like 2021 when I was doing those year ahead readings was like personal development, but this is like straight up, like transformation and finding soul purpose. Like so many of it's like straight up, like even my channeled messages have been like that. And it's just, Hey, here's what you're going to do. Yeah. And there's been a lot of, some of them have been kind of like, how am I going to put this? If you leave people behind, oh, well, 
and it hasn't really been sugarcoating it very much. No, I feel that. So, and it's like talking kind of about like romantic relationships and it's like, well, you know, if you do this, it might end, might not, but it might. So there's that. And you're just kind of, and I'm like, oh my God, you know, like if someone's been married, I don't, I mean, I don't know their histories, but I mean, somebody, if they're married for freaking 10 years and they hear that, like, ah, yeah, (laughs) you know, um, but there is, I mean, if we're talking about things, I mean, that is always a possibility. Always. Whether it's, go ahead. And even like thinking about that as a fear, it's like, I fear I'm going to lose my partner for this, but like the alternative is then you playing it small or safe. And then one day, like, let's be real. I know you're going to look back and be like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to be fulfilling if you can't fulfill yourself. The universe is a mirror. Like if you can't do it, why would anyone else be able to do that for you? So well, that's just it. And I mean, when one relationship whether it's anything a friend a family a romantic relationship a business partnership when one falls away you're making room for something else yeah so we tend to forget that so instead be like this was amazing for how far it's come and it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt and it doesn't mean I'm not going to miss it but what is coming in instead exactly you know And then we have to remember that we are these endless expansive souls. And just because you don't wrap up that life with that person, it doesn't mean they're not at soul level, fundamentally important to you Mm -hmm. and you're not going to see them again. And like Randy and I know firsthand, we've dug way too deep into some of our soul contracts and (laughs) we'll fucking sprinkle those people around your whole life. Yep. They're always going to be there Mm -hmm. at soul level. So like you remember them or not, (laughs) it's better. Don't. (laughs) I fucking for real yeah (laughs) but they're always there oh yeah they're always there and sometimes some of our relationships are just there to help us get through that growth period and realize that we should call in something more aligned or authentic to our our true self our real self yeah so you don't know what the agreement is there you don't know if that was a part of what was meant to be for your highest good so it's like just Oh, our human conditioning is so irritating. It's like, we look at love, like I can only love one person at a time. And when it ends, it ends. And it's so structured. And I feel just incorrect. Like, and it, it feels so many fears, not living in those expectations, which you always say, like not living in that mainstream way of being. And even when I think of my own fears in my own life, they almost all fucking stem from me feeling like a generalized weirdo and then like hating that it's hard for me to connect with people because of that yeah but yet you know what look at this we're like we should all be living from a pretty loving place right that's where we should be all from not this fear-based thing but look how awkward it is or how you're looked down upon if you were to say to a stranger i love you because you just generally love their being you're immediately labeled as a crazy weirdo or, you know, fill in the blank. Right. But what we should be doing is we should be saying, we should be normalizing saying, I love you. We should be, it should be awkward or it should be looked down upon saying, I hate this or I hate blah, blah, blah. But what do we say every day? Oh, I fucking hate the snow. Guilty. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not, it's we're taught to speak hate speech Mm -hmm. and out of fear-based fuck that's so it's like when you really start to sit down and think about it you're like my whole life is a lie like it's like (laughs) the dark night of the soul yeah it is it is and I've been trying to say I love you more to people that I really do love like not necessarily like your family but like there are certain times I'm just like filled with gratitude, even on my online, like Instagram posts and stuff. And I'll just be like, I just, I fucking love you guys. Like, thanks for being here. Yeah. And then even like souls, like I usually, if it's the first time I'm chatting with them, I won't say anything, but 
yeah like even just souls that I really love I'm like I just fucking love you like just do better like you got this (laughs) yeah yeah the other day I was having a I don't know I was just having like a blissed out moment when I was teaching and I'm like this is my life I love these people yes you know we're together for a day but I love these people yeah and I'm like why don't we want to feel like this all the time so true and not like phony I love everything but like actually expressing those those true feelings when they arise and then you feel like guilty like even think about the relationship you're in how long did it take you guys to work the courage to say I love you when you were like obviously smitten and infatuated with that soul how stupid yeah and like we keep track too well I said it first you know that's so stupid who cares you know so dumb and like because again where is that that's a competition I said it first it is there's competition everywhere on so many different layers of our life competition and expectation and obligation those are the three big ones of humanism that I found and it's crazy to me because when you look like when I look because what my goal is again with like doing work with clients is like, let's get back to the original scheduled programming and get rid of all this fucking programming that you've inherited through your shitty lives or through your human experiences or society. And like the regular scheduled programming, because that's what I'm looking at is absolutely fundamentally free of responsibility and obligation. Like seriously, you should never sign up for that if you don't want to be a part of it. And definitely like choosing to be more free and expansive and definitely being as your as most authentic as possible, whatever that is to you. And it's like, yeah, like for sure we live in a world that constantly conditions us to do the exact opposite of what we really should be doing. Because if you were in that power, you would be impossible to control. You wouldn't fear a damn thing. And how can they control you if you're not scared? Yeah, exactly. But man, have I noticed the transition in people's careers. It is massive. It's like so many people I work with, so many people I talk to, like they're like, fuck this corporate world, I'm out. And a lot of them are just like, yeah, I just up and quit. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just had enough. It is so beautiful. I have like truth tingles. Like I'm just like, holy fuck, like the new earth is almost here because that is literal insanity. Hey man, I did it. I get it. It is insanity. But the and then it feeling makes- that you get when you just say fuck it and just walk away is so tremendous and so amazing. Yes. It's the like it's it's the best ultimate like natural high ever. And it's like mixed in with a little sprinkle of fear, but also like all of this adrenaline pumping through your veins. You're like, fuck yeah, my real self is here. It feels so liberating Yeah, to see even little glimpses of that true self trying to claw its way out of the chrysalis. And it's like, yeah, like why not just try it? Like not try quitting your job tomorrow. No. But like see what happens <laughs> when you step into that true self because it is a natural high. It feels so fucking good even if someone else doesn't know what you're doing and they're like, "Fuck is that person doing?" You're still like living your best life. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. And then hearing this, because a lot of these people are quitting their jobs and literally choosing to be like lightworkers and healers and, and all like really going into that spiritual aspect, which I, and I know it's a good thing, but then it makes me think like, obviously we need this army. Like these people are not being pulled at for no reason. They need to be in that power. Yeah. And then it makes me wonder like, how much will that work snowball? Like, can you just imagine how many awakenings are going to happen with all these people quitting their jobs and stepping into that? Exactly. But there is, and I've talked about this several times on here, the spiritual war that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but literally like we're seeing the army being built, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's gives me chills, like chills, but I don't know, like, okay. So here's a question for you off topic kind of what we were just talking about, but a little off. How have you been feeling lately? Because 
and I'm, I've talked to a few people and they're kind of feeling the same way I am. There's something going down out there where I'm just like, mm, I don't know if there's like a weird psychic attack going on or, you know, the other end is just ramping up because they can feel, you know, the light workers stepping up. But I'm just like, nope, I need all the protection, all the protection right now. And it's like grounding and protection, grounding and protection. Like it's just all of that all the Mm -hmm. time. So I actually do, I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I'm perceiving it differently in my experience. So Mm. what it feels like to me is I feel like the darkness has lost. And I feel like it's just, mm-hmm. it's fucking done son. Like, I don't even give that war anymore, any more of my attention because I know it's over. Yeah. Like I, I know it's over. So even you don't if feel like it's the last ditch, I feel like this is just like a last ditch, like attack kind of thing. I do feel the need to protect. Yeah, I can see that. I do feel the need to protect my energy, but for me, it feels more like my light or our light has become so bright that it's just like it's a fucking beacon and we're just sucking up all the little creepy crawlies mm. and they're just like holy shit I've never seen a light so bright because I've never been this bright like I don't know about mm-hmm. other people but this is as bright as I've ever been so it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like almost there's like a level of vulnerability that comes the brighter you are mm, so I do feel the need to do that but to me it doesn't feel like an attack it just feels like I'm very visible and then with the being ungrounded, something, it's like, I really felt there was a major shift, like maybe like a couple of months ago, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And ever since then, it's like, it's just, everything's moving very quickly. So we, I feel like I've, we haven't had time to like stabilize into the timeline. Yes. So it just feels like there's a bunch of fucking moving parts and we don't know what's coming next, but I think it's just like a natural process of shifting to 5D yeah or fully into that realm that it just feels a little bit chaotic but not in a bad way just like waiting for the dust to settle or whatever yeah I yeah I I don't really feel the chaos just the real like hey now's the time to protect now's the time to like and not in a someone's gonna come steal your shit kind of way mm-hmm. it's just a yeah maybe it's more just an energy thing because yeah. I'm just like I don't know me and if you guys have been listeners for a while, you know how me and um, Archangel Michael get along. We fight, like, let's be honest. We fight, we fight, we fight, but we've been getting along like gangbusters lately. And like, we're just vibing and I'm like, what's happening. What's he been uh, saying to you? Hmm? What's he been saying to you? He hasn't really been saying anything. I think which is why we're getting along, but um, no, like, (laughs) it's that energy of just like, he's just there. I'm like, I got this. You do you. I, I got you, you know, mm-hmm. like the shield, right? Like I, I got you, I got my sword. You're good. Like, just do your thing. Like I I'll protect you kind of thing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So the archangel that works with me the most is probably Metatron. Yeah. And uh, Metatron, when he, I feel his energy, he's just watching me. Like he has his hands behind his back, watching me like a student, you know, kind of like, it's like, I'm writing a test and he's like, how are you doing? He doesn't really say much to me, but if I ask him for help, he's pretty helpful, but just kind of observes. Yeah. Yeah. And then cracks like mean jokes, (laughs) but like in a funny, mean way. I love it. I don't know when you were describing that, you know what I was, I was picturing Snape in a potions class. Oh yeah. That's kind of the vibe. And it looks like way older to me. Like you put Dumbledore. Well, maybe not quite that old. He looks older to me, but definitely vibing like Snape. Yeah. Yeah, like that kind of pacey, like snarky. Yeah, oh my definitely. God, that's hilarious. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've never met Metatron at all. I didn't know he was following me around until I started seeing him in the records, but I didn't know who he was. And then I did a reading with someone. They're like, holy fuck, Metatron follows you around. I was like, neat. But it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. with, I even look at my my astrology. Again, I'm not an astrologer, but... <laughs> I feel like we need to have that on merch. Hashtag not an astrologer. Well, because I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying half the time, let alone like if there's actual astrologer listening, probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but I'm ruled by Saturn and Saturn is ruled by Metatron. So oh, yes. it's 
definitely no coincidence. I also found the Akashic Records, which he is the scribe of. So is that, okay, Saturn, is that Aries then? Like, what do you mean? Capricorn. Capricorn. So how do you figure that out then? Who rules you? Well, you're an Aries, but you're, oh no, you're a Cap rising? Yeah, I don't know how to know who rules you though. I just know. Let's find out. Oh, look, here's that. Where's my phone? I know there's a way. Let's find out. Mine's probably something lame like the sun because I hate the sun. Well, I don't hate the sun, but like <laughs> it's like a part of your shadow or some shit. Like, well, it's again that being seen, that being visible, that oh, being right. Bright, right. Yeah, that's um, true. That actually makes sense. But I'm like, why can't it be the moon? I love the moon. Like, I might be the moon because isn't, well, I don't know. Let's just find out. Let's just not even speak out of turn here. But trying to talk right now and then do this is like hard for me. So see how, see how it goes. Like, and not I, that it like really matters, but it's fascinating to know. I'm curious though. But like Saturn, I can see why you're so feisty. And why I can't relax. Mm-hmm. Like Saturn is like fucking like. Like just shit don't let up with Saturn oh and then it is like it's it's like father time and karma and like learning your hard lessons and doing the work and like I definitely am in my divinity but I'm trying to like love that about me I'm trying to balance it and then love it about me but right now I'm just like why am I so intense can I just be a little more fluid and nice yeah but I feel like me fundamentally as a person, if you can catch me like not with my guard up, I'm pretty like docile, but if my guard is up, I am just a loser. Okay, that was really mean. <laughs> That's not very nice. Oh my God. What? My ear just rang. Oh. Just for a split second. It's probably like my spirit guides being like, tell her to stop that. <laughs> it could be. But it, oh yeah, it was just for just for like, three seconds it was that high-pitched oh creepy yeah weird anyway <laughs> oh look at you oh wait yeah you're ruled by the moon <gasps> am I really yeah how do you tell does it just say well it just rules your first house your ascendant oh. I think it makes sense I don't know if there's a fucking astrologer listening to this can you just clarify that because fuck I don't know yeah well that would explain why I love the moon so much yeah what are those called like selenophiles or something what people who love the moon they have a special name it's like selenophile i don't know i want to say something like that whatever you can in the comments i also like the moon but not to the same extent as like most people Mm. i don't find it like it affects me a little bit like when i'm like the full moon hangover is definitely a real thing but I just find it doesn't like weigh on me too much but I also have a really fucking hard time with my divine feminine so Mm. there's that yeah I just think it's peaceful like I'm like you know some people are sun charged and they're like oh my god if I just need to feel better I'll just go out in the sun and spend some time in the sun and I feel better Mm. I am not that person you give me a cloudy day with some rain or the moon, that's when I feel better. Ooh. Right? So like if I was in a bad mood and it was a super sunny day, going out and spending time in the sun would probably just make me more crabby. Interesting. Yeah. But yet if it started I... to rain or if there was the moon, then that would make me, that would calm me, right? That would make me feel right. at peace. Cool. I love me a good summer storm. I I love like storms. I find them very powerful and charging. I don't really like gloomy cold days. I just can't get my energy up, but storms I love. And then if I was to pick, I would say almost like, like a smaller moon where the sky is really, really dark and you can see all the stars. Hmm. Like even when I was a kid, I used to just go on my deck and like, look at the stars all night, not all night, but like every night. And yeah, I really like the stars, I think yeah so driving home from Saskatoon the other day when I was done our class 
a friend of mine was actually taking the class. So she drove and it was the weirdest, like it was foggy. And of course it was like only like seven, but it was dark, dark, dark out already. And it was foggy and it was so cloudy. You couldn't see the sky. Whoa. And I was like, can we not just at least see the moon? Like, I was like, can we just see the moon? And then sure as shit, the clouds parted. And then there was, it made this perfect circle around the moon. And that's how it stayed. The moonlight came out. You couldn't see the stars or whatever, but just enough moved so that it was this perfect circle around Whoa. the moon. That's fucked. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my and God. And it stayed like that until we got home. Wow. But like, if, if a cloud's going to open up in the sky, what are the odds it's going to be in a perfect circle around the moon? Yeah, you definitely manifested that shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Because I was kind of feeling nervous because I, I don't like, A, I don't like driving at night, even if I'm not the one driving. And I don't love it when it's iffy weather, like fogs and stuff, because I'm like, there'd be animals and you wouldn't see them. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like the poor babies. And then, you know, so I just, I asked and it appeared. That's crazy. I love it. Yeah. So weird. But that was like a fucking horror movie vibes. I was like, this so should have been like Halloween. Like this is. I feel like the veil is still really thin though from Halloween. Like I don't oh, yeah. think it's like, I'm just like, everything's fucking open, open season out there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it feels very ancestral lately. Mm, yeah, good way to describe it. Yeah, and very old. Like there seems to, I don't know, maybe this is just me being crazy, but <laughs> it, the energy feels very old. Yeah. And maybe that's just because like we're coming back to the old way of doing things. Yeah, that could be true. You know, like a lot of surge in plant medicine and, you know, even crystals and things like that for, for health and wellness and actually using them for pain. And, you know, like, it's like, and, and coming from a place of love versus fear and the awakenings. Like, I feel like it's just, we're coming back to the old ways. Yeah, that's true. And when you said ancestral and old, like the first image that popped into my head was like, like like old wise like shamans coming back to like mm-hmm. give their teachings and then you're like well the herbal medicine and the stones and I'm like yeah that's exactly what's going on like 100 yep. percent yes this is so fucking exciting like I and I know I've said this before but like I used to like read about the new earth like years ago like early 20 like probably like 2012 ish like things like that when the earth well, the world was going to end and, you know, you read about these miraculous times of peace and like love and sit, sitting there in 2012, you're like, fucking yeah, right. Like, I'm definitely not going to see that in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, I would say like when lockdown started, it was just like, I fucking see it. Like, it's just right over this little hurdle and it's right there. And I'm like, damn I'm not even that old and I'm going to be living that life I'm like of course I would come for this of course yeah and like (laughs) um I would be fascinated with stories about how like they used to talk like through telepathy all the time Mm -hmm. you know like you just talk to your friend in your head and it's all good you know that's how you can have your conversation long distance you didn't need a phone and like ever since I was a kid and this is probably me just remembering a past life but I was like I can move things with my hands, you know, like telekinesis. I'm like, that was a thing. Like a hundred percent. That's how people used to work. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I can, and I'm just like, and I keep trying, you know, I'm like, I can do that. I, or there was a time in my life where I could, and I remember it. You yeah, know? makes sense. So I'm like, maybe that'll come back. Fuck, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I heard like, if you ever like read the old stories of Atlantis, so Atlantis, the stories of Atlantis were like, that was humanity at one of its peaks, but because humanity is like dual, like it's positive and negative, it's like, lo and behold, the negative people ended up just screwing everything up for everybody. But like, they literally used to like do everything with like telekinesis and they would work in groups and like everything was made out of stone. 
So yep. the couch would be made out of stone. And what they could do was with their minds, they could like pop out the like the molecules of things. And then they would just like reassemble it into the shape of a couch and just then put it down to a lower vibration and let it settle. Doesn't that fucking blow your mind? That's neat. And like, yeah. And they used to like, they could like levitate to like move around. And then this, this the like, history of magic carpets is like they would just get lazy and be like I just want I don't want to like walk and levitate I want to like get a ride isn't that like like every one of our like little folklore like tales I swear to god is like based in truth like everything is based in a little bit of truth oh my god I love that and they really worked with crystals in the earth Mm -hmm. and they would change them electric the like structure of them and then charge them up and then it would be like how they fueled everything yeah which is so cool I want to ride a magic carpet I think I'd yeah be I know when are we going to get back to that but oh, what I was actually going to say was like when Atlantis like basically sunk itself there was a huge power surge and then it like blew out everyone's third eye which is why humanity is generally so stupid like no offense to humanity like talking to us too yeah but like well, their third I mean, eye true, though it was like a bomb went off and you know how if you actually went off in a bomb it's like you'd be deaf for a little while yeah it's like their fucking third eyes blew out because that was what created the bomb was like their mental power. So that's why it's so hard for them to see truth right now. And like, remember their intuitive gifts because it's like, obviously it's recovering. Like Mm -hmm. you can see it's starting for some people to recover, but it's like, yeah, that's why it's been so hard for us to get back there. Not to mention the manipulation that goes on. Mm-hmm. But also it's really hard for humanity to tune into their intuitiveness because it's still recovering from like however many years ago that was. Yeah. And we only use 10% of the brain. Yeah. Right. Like that's a proven fact. Or so. even like the amount of junk DNA we have, like we, well, I'm sure lots of us are activated into it now, but like half of our DNA is just not activated. So it's like, wow, what is our potential? Like seriously so cool it is so cool I can't wait I know oh well things are getting good though yeah like I don't know I don't know how do you feel about 2022 and you know maybe let us know you guys maybe we'll do um an episode where we just kind of like predict what we think is gonna occur in 2022 yeah maybe that'll be our end of year special or something but um I don't know I just have really good like I, I can see it, you know, like I can see 2022 and what it, like what it brings. And it's, it's good. It feels like a revolution, but like yeah. not a fighting revolution. No. It's like people just don't care anymore. And it's just like popping out of what we're expected to be. And I just see like, well, we can do a whole episode on it, but people just don't give a fuck anymore. And all those old rules and systems that seek to oppress us will just start to crumble because they won't have the the masses dining and whining there anymore they'll be like finding new revolutionary ways to be so I see like it's not perfect because it's like it's going to be like the people are growing and the light is evolving and getting bigger and there's new ways and new things and then it's going to be like the darkness is going to like claw at it and try to make it harder but like literally no one's going to care anymore and it's just going to be like like it feels very like you do you boo yes you know, and I feel and like it's like unstoppable yeah. almost. Yeah. Like it's just like a snowball effect. It's just gonna like go and go and go, and there'll be less and less rules and expectations. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it's gonna take a bit to get there though. But we'll talk oh, about yeah. it in the episode. Yeah. If if you guys want it, let us know. I fucking want it. I want to. I want to do that, and I want to hear what you see. Let's just do it anyway. Yeah. Maybe that'll be our Patreon. <gasps> That could be our Patreon bonus episode for the end of the year. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So if you want to hear that episode, go to Patreon. Because, yeah, we'll talk about our 2022 predictions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's I cool. So. I, I want to do that one. I'm excited now. Yeah, me too. Sweet. So have we said all we wanted to say? I feel like we just, like, as always, we digress and we go on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was to the extent of what I had yeah yeah I think the gist is just go for it because it's definitely the theme of the time and what you're being called to do 
Yeah. And you're being called for a reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks for listening guys. Be sure to join us on Patreon if you want more bonus content and channeled messages and all sorts of fun stuff. And we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. See ya.